I was like, no, we gotta save the, gotta save the meat for, <laughs> for, uh, yeah, for the session. Yeah. yeah. All right, all right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit the intro, and we're gonna get into this thing. Welcome to the Astral Mind Podcast. What is up, guys? It's Cal Marquez. Thank you so much for joining me again on another episode of the Astral Mind Podcast. He's doing more of these. He's doing these more. Yes. Yes, I am. Uh, I've got the wind of motivation, you know, in my sails to chart this sea of information and all sort of other crazy things like that. If you're new to this, you're just now joining me. We talk about everything pertaining mysticism, spirituality, how to become your best self and live at your highest octave, or whatever you want to call it. This is an exploration of reality, and I like to have really good and inspirational people on who basically have gone down the path a little bit, and they see what's going on to a degree. And I feel like life is a matter of putting together these different puzzle pieces. And, uh, you know, life is a jigsaw puzzle. And we put together different pieces so that we can understand that the puzzle is just us and that we're, you know, just learning about ourselves in a different way. So today I have a really good friend, longtime friend uh, on the channel. Uh, it's my friend Nick Levin. And honestly, this man is is just an all-around beautiful human being. Great mind, great heart. Uh, I, I love what he talks about and uh, just the message that he gives. So I invited him on the channel and he thankfully joined. Uh, so going to be inviting him now. Go ahead and uh, just say hello to the people listening, watching. Hey, Cal. Hey, guys. It's good to be here. Uh, it's awesome. Like I said, or like he said, I'm a longtime watcher, longtime friend. This is cool to be here. Cool to talk about this stuff, man. Indeed, indeed it is. So, uh, we were texting earlier, and yeah. uh, you're just dropping some bombs. Like, I, I, you said specifically, and, and it's in line with everything that I've been talking about, experiencing, learning, is this uh, concept of everything being here in the moment, everything being now. Uh, and I know that's, you know, we have topics for this, but I, I never hit all the topics because the tangents are so powerful. So, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. yeah. But, uh, what's your understanding about that? How did you kind of fall into that sort of, you know, philosophy, if you'll call it that? Mm. Mm. You know... I don't know where to start. You could say that no matter where, how you climb the mountain, the top is the same. You could say a million things, but they're not, they're not it. And meaning there's not a, like a destination. Of course, there's not a place to go. So here, whenever you go somewhere else, it's still here. <laughs> like I was texting you, it's hard to F this, bro. <laughs> because think about like something a person wanted, like I want a new car. Then that starts a whole chain of I'm going to have to make money. I'm going to have to work to do all this. I'm going to have to make accomplish all of these things 
that wanting of the new car is that holding, if I could do it, holding away mm -hmm. energy, holding that thing from you. Just like if you were trying to say, push something away, like, ah, I don't want these stupid thoughts. I'm sick of um, being depressed all the time. That's that same thing. You're holding it away and you're not letting it go like a balloon or something. Mm. Exactly. This, the grasping is the, on the same side, the same coin is the suffering. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting indeed. Because I mean, I, I see that it, it makes sense. Like, you know, the example of someone in the car and or someone wanting a car specifically. Right. You know, you, you have that desire and that, like you said, that desire creates like a path or like a, a level in a video game. It's like, oh, now Mario okay. has to go right. save Peach, yeah. right? There is a Peach, so no, Mario has a, to a go quest, save Peach. The journey. Exactly. Uh -huh. uh, and just as you said it, it like, like a light bulb went off in my head that it's interesting that I can learn more about this thing and, and the nature of it being just this because I feel like we're all <laughs> no. trying to describe this, <laughs> this and it's right here. weird perception of reality, this stuff around me, whatever it's encased in, whatever, is it alive? Like, eh, I, I forget what I was reading. I was listening to someone on a channel specifically. Um, I just came across a channel. I think it's called Quantum of Consciousness. And uh, another YouTuber told me about it. I'm actually, I, I believe I'm going to be on his podcast later this week. Nope. So can't wait. Yeah, that, that, that'll be cool. I, he's great. His his content is awesome. Um, I, I think it's like Open Your Reality is is uh, the name of it, uh, of his channel. But this guy was talking about like this thing, like it being alive, like this reality being alive, and I, I think it what he was talking about kind of lies or it, it has its roots in a bit of alchemy or, you know, the alchemy that I'm into because it has that idea of the demiurge or the archon, you know, feeding off of the energy of people desiring and, you know, their anger and sadness, all this other stuff. But it was just interesting sure. to me, yeah. his idea that reality was alive and that it couldn't carry on without our energy giving to it. So, Yeah. Yeah, and that's that's cool that you say that too because in one of um I don't know if you know who Robert Monroe is. Of course. He was course. a Yeah, okay. Um in his book, the second one, Far Journeys, he talks about a um I don't want to say a being or a presence, but like a something <laughs> sucking the what's called louche from us and that is our emotional reactivity and energy that we're like radiating not uniformly out of us mm -hmm. that's being absorbed by something for harvesting of some sort so that's that's kind of funny that you say that because but of course robert monroe was kind of thinking that same thing you know yeah. in the 70s or whatever oh man <laughs> cool. and this this whole talk, this guy goes on really long talks, and it just it just blew me away as I was listening because sometimes you hear things that people say, a topic or whatever, and they just drop knowledge on you, and it resonates 
with you yeah. in such a way that you're just like, I know this is true. Like, it's just like, oh, I, I get this. You know, I feel this. It makes sense. And it, it was just the nature of our reality. And he was like, we're currently living in the Truman Show. The only difference is the actors don't know that they're actors. You know, the politicians in government, the uh, wealthy elite, they're just as ingrained in this system, this Truman-esque show that we're in, and they're serving the system. They're serving this archon that's sucking the louche out of people by, you know, the louche being their emotional energy that they just spill out from them because of the world system. And if you think about mm -hmm. it, this world system is designed in such a way that everything feels disastrous. Everything is fear and detriment and, you know, uh, this just mulling over the past. And it keeps you in this state of fear. Now, like I, mm -hmm. I, I did a lot of research before. I think I was, I was reading a specific book uh, by Joe Dispenza, and he was talking about the nature of uh, stress and the different chemicals it releases. And it, you know, yeah. it keeps the body perpetually in this state of fear. When you think fear, you feel fear, and it creates that fear loop. And so it's just crazy. Yep. All of this, all this mess. It's just, it's crazy. And like we're in the Truman Show. And so, how do we get out of the Truman Show? <laughs> Once you're out, you're still in, though. That's and, <laughs> would carry water. That's the that's the crazy thing. <laughs> there's no, there's no out because. Again, there's nowhere to go. Indeed. So what would you say the nature of reality is? Million dollar question. <laughs> yeah, dude, I can't even begin to say. I mean, anything that you say about this or one would say about um, I can't even give an example. Um, it's starting from a positionality, a ground, a position of knowing, of belief in what I know to be true, therefore I can take my next step. But every one of those first standing stones is not there to begin with. So, like, um, interesting, though, science, the exercising of science, the idea of doing something and then um, checking it again, doing it under different um, circumstances, pressures, that kind of thing, and seeing if the results are the same, that science is It's the best thing I've seen to describe this, but it's, mm. you know, it's just words that are pointing to still this. And you can get mixed up in the words. Yeah, yeah. It, that's part of the problem. I can say a whole lot without saying anything. I feel, yeah, that's, I feel like that's a lot of what we actually get into. Or, you know, especially us being spiritual people, we have a way of talking in circles and yeah. dancing around this and never actually saying anything conclusive or pragmatic pertaining to this, you know? Um, yeah. Well, and cause a lot of people are looking for spirituality for a self help 
system. I think I, me personally came into spirituality out of a mm, seeking, of course, wanting um, relief, maybe relief from trauma or relief from um, obsessive thoughts, maybe. But that's some of that could be a consequence of a like a spiritual I don't know lifestyle or you know but it's not because of mm. there's a book by Alistair Crowley do you know who Alistair is uh, you might, yes but oh yeah yes of course but for sake of people who are listening in that don't know because yeah 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 um, Alistair was what he started in the 1900s started the society of um, ceremonial magic with some other of his homies basically and they tried to really put this or um, like a manifestation into a system um, and that system definitely had results produced results one can through ritualistic magic absolutely attain things but what Alistair saw is that it's so easy to get stuck in the mud of the systems mm. and the point of the systems is to drop them in the end right figure out where you're going how it's working and then move on don't get stuck in the, the that how when I said how it's working don't get stuck in know how I was talking about your hand in mm -hmm. when in our tech yes don't yeah. get stuck looking at your hand watching it expand mm -hmm. know it's your hand and then let's work with it was Alistair's thought and in the book of um the book of the law which is like a so-called forbidden book written by him um he says that because is seeking because is death sort of the idea like trying to figure out why is just getting stuck in mental you could maybe call it mental masturbation who cares why the fact yeah. that it works is what what matters yeah exactly and you can get lost in that in that why like you said and it's in in essence you create like we were talking about earlier, you create a whole nother game. Like you create another, you know, trail to, to truck down. Uh, and I experienced that a lot when it came to um, Christianity. Like I, I began my spiritual walk, if you'll call it that, being very Christian. Um, I grew up in a Christian home. You know, we went to church every now and again. And then I adopted my own sort of faith where I just got totally addicted sure. to it and went all the time. But in that, there came a point in my spiritual development in the, you know, dogma of Christianity where I, I, I remember it vividly. I was sitting around a campfire with some people I thought were very spiritual, and they are. Um, and they, you know, I was living from home to home, was practically homeless at this time, and I had these groups of people that I would stay with and, you know, do that whole thing. Um, and one of these groups of people, we had a bonfire and they were talking about all the great things they had experienced and the next 
mission trip they were going to go on and the next like conference they were going to go on and uh, these speakers that they were going to see. And I stopped and I was like, guys, what's the point of all this? You know, I mean, it's fun to do, but I don't want to go see a speaker and, you know, be inspired one minute and then come back home after meeting that speaker and then go back to status quo. Like life is kind of boring. Like there has to be some meaning behind this cyclical nature of I got something. Now it's time to seek the next thing. Then I got something. It's time to seek seek the next thing. To me, that was the end of my Christianity where Mm -hmm. I realized that this isn't the end result. Like there is, If you participate in this game, there's going to be generated in it another story, another character that you need to find, another plot that you need to go down. And it it doesn't resolve itself. You know, it's a cycle. You get lost in it. Totally, dude. Totally. Christianity is interesting, too, because, well, I mean, look at all of the old books. They're, They're pointing the same direction the directionless direction but it's not the problem is the person thinking that this book is pointing the way it's like the person looking at the finger pointing at the moon Hmm. i get like there is no authority no one knows anything right Truthfully, it's there is no one to know anything. This is just what's happening. And you don't have to take my word for it because there is no word for it to be had. Mm. They're just empty words that the meaning is attached by the listener. Not by me. I have my meaning. Mm-hmm. And I interpret it. And you have yours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're worlds apart. There's, we can get razor thin close on our meaning of one word, mm-hmm. but it will still never be the same. <laughs> so, what I found in, in basically what you're saying is because I feel the same way, definitely. It's like the it, the more you know about this sort of stuff, the, the the deeper down the rabbit hole you fall as Alice, you come to this realization that there is no way anyone possibly knows what they're talking about pertaining to this. Because you get yeah. to their level of understanding, and you're like, I still don't know what the hell is going on. <laughs> like it's no, groundless. Right. It, yeah. No more of it makes any sense to me. And... You know, you mentioned the concept of, you know, having a glimpse, you know, and of like non-duality. Like explain that. Yeah. Your understanding of that. Okay. So this is where we can kind of start to tie in psychedelics if we want. The Like it seems psychedelics can under the right set and setting provide a what I could call a glimpse of what a non-dual can't really call it perception feels like and people 
you can have described it a million different ways that unitive experience that oceanic um, oneness sensation like there is no separation between um, observer and observed there is just the energy of the observing like mm. no noun just the verbiage almost yeah just yeah it's again impossible to describe because there's usually i say usually because um who knows but there's no one there for a non-dual experience because there's no if if it's non-dual there is no one separate watch to the yeah to monitor that so there's nothing to take away yeah so, so in the so those glimpses that people have, and I'm sure you've had them. Um, you uh, in meditation, it's relatively easy to slip into a non-dual state, and then you'll, uh, you might like snap back all of a sudden, like, oh, what was I just doing? You might notice your posture got weird or something, and you're like, yeah. oh, what the heck? Was I sleeping? But you are pretty sure you were still there. Yeah, you yeah. weren't sleeping. Yeah. Yes, that's that. It's a loosening of the hold, or like when you um, when one astral projects, mm -hmm. the um, reaching out to that place or space or time is that willing is that what drives you that driver's seat. So all of that willing aside there is no one to go and do anything anymore it's just hmm. dissolving into this yeah like you were when you were a baby yeah yeah exactly i mean kids are closer to that so they say <laughs> that's i mean, I mean it, we, we live in a world of symbols words names things like that but all of our names words symbols are just things to describe this you know in some capacity and it, you talk about you know, the, the glimpses that you get from psychedelics have always been interesting to me because i feel like this is another great thing i heard recently is that if you're living in say let's say the matrix let's say our reality is the matrix just for sake of uh you know syntax um you know because i can't think of anything at the moment uh, it's all matrix, you could say. Yeah. No writer uh, or wronger. So if you're in the matrix and you experience a glitch in the matrix, just one glitch, one thing doesn't make sense, one thing is an oddity, an abnormality, something happens that doesn't make sense, you therefore know that it is the matrix. All it takes is one thing. People spend their lives attaching symbols, names, and ideas to these different constructs, these different whatever, to try to explain it, to try to point out more glitches in the system. But it's like, well, you've already found one. That therefore means that the whole thing is, in fact, an illusion. The whole thing is, a, yeah. is the matrix. You don't have to keep looking the rest of your life. You know it's already happened. And with these glimpses of psychedelics, I feel like people get into that. Like, they, they have their experience... And that one experience, for some people, is all they need to know, okay, all of this is, or as uh, 
as uh, Terrence McKenna says, uh, all of this cultural machinery is just Wizard of Oz stuff. Like, you know, you pull the curtain back and it doesn't make any sense. It's just a little man, like, talking into a speakerphone. Like, it's it's a charade. Uh, and, and that's what I get into when I meditate. And I'm not saying it from a place of, like, I have, you know, achieved this level of blinking out of existence. But there are moments when I meditate. And it's happening much more frequently simply because I'm meditating more and being present in the moment, uh, which is really all it is, is just present awareness. Um, there'll be these moments where, like you said, the egoic grasp on this loosens. And I catch myself living someone else's life during the meditation. Just last yeah. night, you know, I'm, I'm yeah. sitting there, I'm, you know, I, I've given up trying to look pious when I meditate. I just kind of sit there now. He's like, it's comfortable. Yeah. I don't want to be uncomfortable, Dude, <laughs> you know, yeah. twisting my legs up. I'm not trying to be uncomfortable. Uh, it's all bullshit anyway. It makes it harder, you know, people, uh, we can go, <laughs> we can go all day about, about that. And we, we probably will. But, uh, you know, I, I sat the other day and I, uh. I was like, I'm just going to meditate. I have practices I do when I meditate uh, because I'm trying to achieve a result in the game because I know I'm yeah. playing the game and it's like, oh, I want my character to be able to do this. So let me practice this specific thing and see if that works. But well, there'll come a time. Yeah, there's no reason not to. That's the point of the game is to have fun. Let's do it. Uh, there'll come a point in my meditations where I specifically leave large gaps of time to just sit there and be present in the moment. And what'll always happen uh, especially this occasion I'm talking about last night, uh, I just noticed I became aware just like that. No process, no movement into anything else. I just became aware that all of a sudden I was this white man, I was a police officer walking down a street. Just like that. Just as clear as this day. You know, I'm just doing my little thing. And I thought to myself, hold on a second. Bang, I was back in my body. I was like, what's happening here? You know, and it was just like that. This like... This ability to, or or I should say, when you take away the entertainment from the mind, it finds it somewhere else. And so when I sit and I meditate and I, I'm content with just staring at the blackness of my eyelids, then, you know, my awareness is like, oh, well, let's go watch somebody else now. And you, know, you start experiencing something else, and you know, and you snap back like, "Whoa, what the hell was that?" Like, I was just in space. Yeah. What happened? Like, yeah, that snap back sensation is a—I don't want to say a good pointer because whatever, but it, it seems like that is really like after a non-dual call it moment, I guess. Like, just do just like when you wake up from sleeping. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it feels like you that were moment. there, but you were there. Exactly. The nature of the dream. That's that's what I've been trying to get at. That's what's kind of been like bombarding my brain lately. Is uh, and you know, uh, Jones Jones I had on the podcast a couple days ago. I think it was a uh, Friday, maybe. Uh, he was talking about reality being fractal, and you know, the dream in the dream, you're like, oh, this is totally real. And then you wake up from that and you're in this body and you're like, oh, man, that was just a dream. And then you die and then you go to the next level of the fractal and you're like, oh, man, that was just a crazy dream. You know, <laughs> that's what it feels like. The snapback. That's a good word for it. 
that's what it feels like because it always comes like you're sitting in class and you just it, oh, you're not off from it that's exactly what it feels like you know i'll be sitting there meditating i'll you know i'll become aware of all of a sudden i'm chasing a dog down the street and then next thing you know it's like what what happened where am i like what i'm cal again what's going on you know <laughs> that's funny man that's awesome yeah and it's cool i love it it's it's a fun thing to do but it always it, it in, invariably or excuse me inevitably seems to precede present awareness just being aware of my closed eyelids you know uh, i've actually made a practice out of that just okay time to just sit and see how long i can stare at my eyelids before i slip into some other reality and it takes maybe a minute honestly a minute and a half two minutes and then it's like bang i'm somewhere else like oh wait let me go back and stare at my eyelids again how did i get here you know it's it's the easiest thing that's awesome yeah yeah so non-duality what if you can put it into words explain it how you understand it what is non-duality it definitely depends from what position one is speaking from and from what position the other is hearing from because look at uh teachers there's so many teachers of this um Eckhart Tolle Mm -hmm. you you had been said you had been saying um on the other podcast episode that um you had been starting to kind of resonate with him and I don't know if you read Power of Now um maybe some of his other stuff but um he has a flavor of expressing it and that flavor appeals to a certain audience now in that certain audience there are certain egos Mm -hmm. that it appeals to that get something out of it and there are certain others again not right to say others that lose something out of it you could almost say and those others that are losing something out of it are the ones you could say are gaining the non-dual awareness like uh, uh, Rupert Spira also speaks of this Uh, I mean Tony Parsons speaks of this. Mm-hmm. There's, it, it depends if it's going to be heard or not, not what's said. I could say this is all applesauce. And if that resonated all of a sudden, for no reason, the, this, sense of self could for no reason fall away and what would be left is just applesauce <laughs> but no but not applesauce but i mean fill in the blank yeah, the, yeah, yeah. That's how... you're staring god in the face right now yeah 
Why is it so hard to come to grips with that? Yeah, well, eating the tree of the, eating the fruit of the tree of the of knowledge of good and evil, right? That's a story one could say. That's a good the, line. I like that one. It appeals to the, my uh, ego. There, I like that one. Knowing, mm-hmm. or, again, that I am here, and all of that is there. Mm-hmm. That knowing is the separation. Yeah, the knowing is the separation. Yes. Yes. And that's obviously the case. Because in order for there to be a knowing, and I just know this based off of, I know this, based off of uh, the the simple research I was doing on holographic universe and the nature of anything. And I'll go into it because it's just fascinating. But the, the way that we know that something isn't something else is by the differences, obviously. So everything you experience yeah. in reality um, is just a series of differences becoming, you becoming aware of the differences in things. That's how you yeah, know totally. you are you because you it's say, I am not this thing. Exactly. It's the difference of the thing. It's the difference to the thing or the perceived separation that gives us a sense of self. Like, I, I believe I'm me because I don't think I'm this mic in front of me or this camera or this computer in front of me. I believe these yeah. things aren't me because I'm me. But what are mm-hmm. you yeah. except for your perceived separation to everything else? Now, I'm sure there's somebody yeah. out there that would say, oh, well, you know, I, I know I'm this body. I'm in this skin. It's like, well, I mean, if you look down to the plank level, if you look down to the string level, everything is just vibrating energy with no boundaries. You know, science has gotten there. You don't even have to look at it in a scientific aspect. Ask yourself, well, you should... I could say for myself that I am not any object that I could be aware of. I And I would hope that one could say that about themselves as well. You you could separate and say i'm not this steering wheel right i'm not this but then for some reason to you or to some it gets murky when you say i am not this beard i am not this skin i'm not this scar from my car accident like that all of a sudden is like oh but wait i'm kind of attached to some of this this i'm growing this right um but yet you are still aware of those things so you are a position separate from that Mm. so find where that position is exactly yeah that makes perfect sense find it is it behind your eyes for most people it is yeah. it's like where are you in this body that you claim is yours and you think well I'm behind my eyes right now okay then where's your foot now you're in your foot now you are your foot it's just as easy the awareness moves like you could be anywhere it's just the only difficulty I find in that uh, that non-local awareness is being able to move that awareness into objects that are outside of the or as an alchemist would call it, the prison without walls, you know, 
uh, this body yeah. we're in. Um, yeah. We get told a whole lot that I'm Nick. Mm-hmm. You're Cal. Oh, when you were little, hey, Cal. Good yeah. job, Cal. You're doing it. You're walking, Cal. Where's oh, it going? I'm walking. I'm so great. I'm, 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 I'm. Mm-hmm. It's the the big one, the big dream, mm. but it's not even thinking that you're separate is still whole and complete as it is. So, so could it not be? Yeah. Exactly, exactly. So you've uh, one. A person feeling like they want to reach enlightenment is sitting in enlightenment, imagining being away from it. And that goes, like, again, when I'm saying I wanted a new car, I'm sitting in my new car, imagining a way to get to my new car. Yeah, I'm not sitting in my new car right now, but using your imagination, you are sitting in that car. You just need to line those up together. And that's that's easy manifestation work hold it in mind let it go love it Mm. love not having it just as much that's powerful love not having it yeah well that see that's that's the trap you get one gets into if they're like trying to manifest something you feel me like you're you want something to happen so like as a magician I want something to happen so I'm going to do my work to make Mm -hmm. that happen that's a fancy process of letting it go in your heart so that it can go and do its thing why wouldn't it be so whatever you need to do that's I guess up to the, the character that you're playing with to let that happen if you want to like do manifestation work but i always hear that the letting it go you know it's because yeah as long as it's in your conscious awareness it's like you're holding on to it and nothing's actually happening to it but the moment you let it go it's like your subconscious mind can take over and do whatever it needs to do and you know this or that so it's an interesting way yeah yeah because notice that you're hearing me whoever you are is hearing me in your own head there's you're seeing me from an interpretation in your own head there is not a separate one here saying that that's all happening in your head there's a perception of a separation that seems to be taking place but this just like on psychedelics is a hallucination this is a shared hallucination that we all seem to notice this same sort of stuff but many notice other things right that don't share the hallucination model and so those get like oh what you see spirits dude that's weird oh you ask that's that's not that's not normal you oh you take psychedelics and see see things that aren't there for the rest of us it's you see a tree when you look at a tree 
but fail to see the tree. When one labels it as a tree, you just killed the tree. The label I know that jumping kills a lot, but there's... Oh, no, yeah. no, no, no. I, I, jumping jacks, man, that's that's why I do them, so we can... Uh... Yeah, it's funny how the the things, like, connect, make a, make a net that you can then stand on to see that it's bottomless, so then you can just yeah. jump out of the net. Yeah, and that's that's the whole point, would you say, is the jumping off of that net into the bottomless that is inevitably you but because we've placed the word you on it you immediately think this body or a lot of people think this body is it oh it's you well not everything isn't just me because this is me this body is me you know but mm, yeah the the labels like you said the labels kill it you know it, it kills the experience like you said it's the finger pointing to the moon and you miss yeah. the heavenly glory yeah yeah it's got to be a way around that I was wanting to ask you, because uh, you mentioned psychedelics. I'm always curious to hear about people's psychedelic experience, their journey through psychedelics, because it is, to me, it's a very shamanic and spiritual endeavor. Even if you're not taking them for a spiritual purpose, it lines mm. up like that. Yeah, dude, whether you want to or not, it's it's going to shake up, shake up your foundation maybe big maybe small you don't one really doesn't know because you're just along for the ride you're along for the ride anyway like homie was saying in uh your earlier podcast you're like a a dude playing a on a controller to a tv screen and the controller's not plugged in Mm -hmm. like you're already not making making moves you're already not doing anything yeah. But things are already happening. Right. And, and like I said in that podcast, psychedelics are so... And I mean, I've taken them before, but I have such a reverence for them because it is, or it feels like an entirely foreign situation happening of which I have no control. And like yeah, that loss of control to my control. ego is like, nah, bruh. We need more time. No, <laughs> We're not that's, that's what the ego is, right? It's a control over the situation based on what I think I know of it. It's uh, Nicholas Levin. That's the quote of the. And there's, hey, there's nothing wrong with that, <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with having, or the presentation of ego. It's can just <laughs> be a lot to suffer through. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, attachment is a point of suffering. You know, that's the the, the Buddhist concept. It's just like yeah, because you've fixated your point and that other point, and right. now you've got your energetic separation. Yeah. So long as you believe that thing is separate from you, it will be separate from you. You're fulfilling that. So a lot of yeah. us are really good at manifestation to begin with. See, we're, you... we're, we're trying to make money, and that trying from a hypno uh, from a hypnotist point of view. The, the words you use dictate how that person perceives your suggestion. So if I were to say, you know, yeah. I'll put you in a hypnotic trance and close your eyes and say, now try to open them, you're not going to open them. You're going to try to open them. You see? Ah, you're trying mm-hmm. to do it. Trying uh, to, yes. Exactly. 
And so it's like the, the way we understand it is, is absolutely the way it is. It's, uh, we're very literal, or our minds are very literal machines. Yeah, yeah. What psychedelics have you done, if you mind sharing? Mm, you could say marijuana was a good first stepping stone. Um, there are psychotropic um, properties in pot, but I've definitely stuck to um, plant, you could say plant medicine, mostly um, psilocybin. Hmm. Um, no, no, I haven't even dropped acid. I've experimented with DMT a little bit, but So what would you With say? No... Was a... Sorry, go ahead. Uh, what would you say? Oh no, no a... it was. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> I say, uh, what what would you say is a uh, was like your most profound experience that that shed light on the grand illusion that we currently uh, are experiencing? This was the most profound right here right now i can't it wasn't a, a psychedelic that did that it wasn't a meditation that did that it wasn't anything that did that it was see i could say some cool shit i guess that one saw or perceived through the experience and then I could even connect it to how that led to this <laughs> but again it didn't lead anywhere exactly yeah like so I've done I've done silent darkness I've done um a large amount to um, concerts before. Like, I've microdosed for a while. Mm -hmm. The experience isn't the. The experience is what the me is after. Yeah. But that's not what you're after <laughs> the you the person wants to experience and when you have that experience that is a peak and a peak has to have a low there is no escaping a pendulum yeah, yeah so and a peak experience has built into the system a lowering or a you know correction yeah yeah so when when you may have like a unit of glimpse that's going to come with the consequences of maybe a, a bad trip later if you're chasing that that glimpse or a um maybe if you're not doing another psychedelics you might just be in a, a well for a while of low thoughts and mm -hmm. feeling sad and lonely, whatever it may be like 
So it's just another cycle. Yeah. 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 And but yet that energy to the foundation that you think you have right now coming through like this is really gonna rattle that that foundation of security that you have in place like i can't it was a netflix documentary about um about psychedelics um in the um now that they're starting in medicine as a new wave and it mm. compared to psychedelic the psychedelic experience to um like a fresh snowfall when you've been sledding down a hill that fresh snowfall fall creates a world of new opportunity for you to sled however you want down the seemingly brand new track or hill whatever that you're on sort of in that way there's a noticing of the like you say the game there's a there's a noticing of the looseness of which you can wear your clothes your skin your ideas about yourself all of that that can be noticed from like that shaking up that you don't have to hold as tightly as you do that's probably a big takeaway one could have on a big takeaway you don't you don't have to have that from i mean mm -hmm. you could get that from anything yeah and it, that was always a triggering thing for me especially when i was like christian when i was going i was in the midst of uh the trying period of like spirituality it's like i, I want to go to the himalayan mountains and meet a guru and go through all of this i was in the middle of that like oh i have to go somewhere uh, I'd probably be cool to do so someday. Oh, it's still be it's still be pretty awesome. Yeah. I mean, I, <laughs> I would I would like to, uh, but it, when I was in the middle of that place, it always frustrated me that someone would always say, "Oh, you can just get that thing from this," and I, I believe it was Ram Dass who was talking about uh, uh, in uh, uh, his book "Polishing the Mirror." I think you suggested that one to me. I'm not sure. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. he was talking about one of his. Uh, uh, speeches one of his like meetings that he was doing and there was a lady crocheting an old lady like crocheting in the front row and he's describing like yeah. some transcendental experience he had through some specific meditation or something and she's like oh you know i have that from just crocheting i was like what no that doesn't make any sense <laughs> then what's yeah, the point of undergoing the you know whole meditation journey well there isn't you could do it any possible way and that was always like mind-boggling to me that it could be done anyway defeats the i'm doing it right voice in in, yes. in the ego and that's so important for the self to know that they're what they're doing is right or the the good way to go or the right thing to say or do or think there is no right a right implies a wrong yeah. It has to. This implies that. Yeah. Self implies other. You know, the Alan Watts quote. Uh, but it has to. I mean, that's just how this works. It, <laughs> yeah, this likes you. to appear 
as though it's many different things, but it's actually one. Yeah. Hmm. You know, it's an interesting way of looking at it. The fluctuation of the wave looks like two different things, a peak and a trough, but, you know, it's actually just one wave oscillating yeah, through different one, one ocean. conditions. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, it's one water. thing. It just appears different. And, like, yeah. and that's the nature of this game. It's one thing, but it appears different simply because if there's a high, there's got to be a low. But it's the same thing, you know. It's just different things rising in awareness. Yep. So I've heard it said. Yep, rising and falling. Yeah, rising and falling from awareness. There can be a falling away of a self from awareness, and that can rise again as it can be noticed in through a psychedelic experience, through meditation, through any sort of means, through drunkenness, like a blackout, that yeah. it happens yeah, all sorts of ways. And one may not realize because they've called it something. Mm. They've named it. Naming is the biggest, it's the biggest tool to separate. Because this yeah. is not that, you know, you see. It's just the, the title. You know, the right hand isn't the left hand. Like, well, it's all just well, this. Two left hands. Yeah, <laughs> it's all just this, right? Uh, so yeah. the drunk guy, you know, sitting on the corner, just you know, zonked out, is just as enlightened as the Maharishi or the Guru sitting on the mountaintops in the Himalayas. It's all the same thing. Dude, he has to be. Yeah. I get to this point where one can naturally get to the end of, of this or, you know, they can go through this line of thought and reach a very nihilistic place where it's like, well, nothing means anything. Like, how do you yeah. usually combat those thoughts? So nihilism is for the me. Look at nihilism the meaninglessness of this can feel for a, someone that wants this to be meaningful that this sucks but meaninglessness doesn't mean mean that it lacks meaning in that there is meaning and now it is without meaninglessness is more akin to the absentness of the, the need for meaning that's a good way to put it yeah it's meaningless would automatically have the, the connotation of negative it seems to, like it can yeah like yeah. it it's can like, oh, be like the nothing means opposite anything. of meaningfulness yeah. And we attribute meaningful to something positive. You know, it has meaning. Yeah, or something that valuable we resonate us. with or that we want or Yes, but it's all it's a product of me or or I or the ego, you know. That ego system. Yeah. What way do you break away from that ego? Like what ways have you found help you to reach a place of like non local consciousness or non duality, something like that? Because you know I'm a technique guy. I like I like the techniques. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. 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 No. There's. 
self-inquiry, of course, if one does it, if one does it right, you can do that with just the question, who am I? Hmm. That can rattle you apart instantly. Or you could ask, who am I for 65 years that I can't point a direction. It's like, um, I've, I've tried to, I've, I've said the analogy that it's like, um, shooting an arrow at a, um, like a mirrored sphere. It's always going to deflect like a direction. It's never going to come straight back and hit the point or like come back onto your bow. No matter, because of the sphere, there's no perfect flat edge for it to bounce straight off. Kind of get what I'm saying at? Yeah, yeah, it's it's never going to get at the thing. Nah, and that's that's the problem. A a really, really solid technique would be to ask, who am I? Sure. But then let that go too. So I guess a technique you would want to know is how to let go <laughs> and then let go of letting go. There you go. There you go, like, man. Let things go. <laughs> the confusing nature of letting go. People just say, oh, just let go. I, I'm one who says that myself, and I say it to myself yeah. numerous times through my meditation practice. I'll sit down, and the moment I sit down, all right, time to let go. Let, let's, let's, we're letting go. We're doing the letting go thing. It's like, all right, let's let go of the needing to do yeah. the let go thing, but it's it's such it's a hard like sleeping. Thing. You can't try to sleep. You'll just stay up. You have to let yourself sleep. There's a letting yeah. go. <laughs> that is by far one of the best examples I've heard. It's like falling asleep. Uh, I I frequently deal with insomnia, and so I've mm, I've tried too. to learn several different ways of like, all right, if you you know, breathe in for this many, you know, this, this long, hold for this long, breathe out for that long, relax your face, you know, lay on this side, stretch before, you know, I try to figure out different ways because I'm trying to get to sleep, you know? Yeah. Uh, but the best sleep has always come in those moments where you don't even know you fell asleep. You know, you're laying there, oh. you feel the relaxation of sleep coming on and you're just kind of like flipping through stages. Next thing you know, you're like, ah, shit, I fell asleep. Oh, (laughs) that was great. You know, it's just like, you just have to Mm -hmm. let yourself fall asleep. It's like, how do you do that? It's like a same thing with, okay, here's a, a tool, not, I guess not a tool, but an example that maybe one could like put in their own life. Um, Your spouse said something that hurt your feelings. It can be seen that what's actually the only thing that's happening is the perception of what she was saying uh, was not like received in the right like okay like mm, it wasn't what she said that upset you or whatever it's the it's not quite right to say either like i guess you could just notice that mm, 
everyone is coming from a good intention mm-hmm. for starter in their position their intention for that thing is good like if my wife yells at me for uh, she doesn't really but like i don't know yeah yells at me or something man uh, there you go okay yeah i didn't take the trash out and i I should have been taking it out i could stand in a position where i'm like dude i take the trash out all all day long blah 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 i could start talking some shit in my head i could like there's a lot of avenues you could repress those feelings like because that I said feelings there that is probably the best way to describe it you feel a certain way from what she said mm-hmm. not as a revolt from her it's just from what was said mm-hmm. so you can't blame her for how you feel about what was said yeah. one would have to see that how I'm feeling about what was said is my interpretation of it. Yeah. So you could, you could go meta on that and it sort of loosens. Like once you in the moment kind of like start talking about that with yourself, all of a sudden that feeling is gone and I'm already, the trash is already in the can and I'm walking back into the house Hmm. for instance. Um, there was yeah, yeah. there was something else that I was trying to point to, but I can't remember what it was. Must have not been important. <laughs> <laughs> Say that all the time. Yeah, well, it must not have been yeah. So, what's your idea on uh, like di- different meditation, meditative like traditions, like Zen or uh, you know, like uh, Vipassana and things like that, toward like the effectiveness of this? I love koans. I think Zen koans are really cool. What are those? Those um, because, like uh, poems, or you know, this riddles? It's, yeah, sort of like a riddle, but it's uh-huh. meant to be unanswerable. To again <laughs> okay. rattle the foundations of the person to the point where they realize that there's no realness to it, to the person, to the eye. Mm. It's just another thought. Yeah. So, like, I, I can't remember really any specifically, but um, I, I think there's one about um, the, the 12, 12 boys are trying to cross a river. So they cross one by one on the boat, and they get to the other side, and there's a passerby, and um, they are trying to count themselves, and they, so they go, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Oh, my God, there's only 11 of us. And they do it again. Oh, one, two, three, four. And somebody else is like, wait a second, let me count. And then they count one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. There's only 11. And then the passerby says, hey, what's going on here? And they're all weeping for their lost friend. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Uh, we only have 11 guys. One of us didn't make it. And they go, and he goes, but there's 12 of you. You didn't count yourself. Mm. That funny pointing I get a kick out of mm. like the, the idea of when, when the Zen man, whatever the Zen monk, what doesn't matter what you call him, mm-hmm. um, points at the moon, you're looking at the finger 
and even look really even looking at the moon you're still missing it because there's also you could say the space between you and the moon that you're not perceiving Ooh, there it is i got it it's just like it's like it, it drops into your head sometimes it's like bloop, you're like a drop of water in the ocean it's uh yeah. any any amount of focus or attention given to one specific thing is missing it because it is everything so whether yeah. you're, whether you're looking at the finger or you're looking at the moon something is leaving awareness in order for you to focus totally. in on that one thing and so yeah. i guess to get at it or to to get it this thing it would have to be a an unfocusing or an unclutching or uh, again a letting go of this focus on really anything like you know it but that's so yeah. contrary to society. It's like, you know, you nah. got to be focused. You got to got to be doing so. You got to be a productive member of society, man. You got to got to do things. Dude, and I was I was a million different things. Call this whatever you want. I was a insurance salesman for a while. I was Oh gosh. Uh, worked in different restaurants, worked, I mean, t call this suit whatever you want, and put on an apron, put on a tie, whatever. It didn't matter. That was a lot of going for and trying to do something. Then there was sort of a, like you could say, letting go or a letting, allowing for when you, like, in Zen it's kind of referred to as like the, like the Tao, the way, the, um, the river that's already carrying you along, but you don't realize it because you're coming up with your own story for it. Yeah. You're coming up with your own story. So then when I sort of stopped a story, I became a flooring installer for, for a, a dude that was installing flooring and then now in the story it's I'm independent not business owner but you know I lay my own carpet for my local town hmm. and I didn't seek that or go and make that happen just like I'm sure well you didn't seek really seek me out it just came to be I came to your channel you could say that you maybe reached out to me to have this talk, but not really because mm -hmm. that's just the arbitrary point at which you've got that position of. Mm -hmm. It's just it's just a happening. Like like you, I've been through <laughs> a lot of different things, and uh, I've I've worn a lot of hats. Used to work in sales and pizza delivery. I feel like everyone makes a stop yeah. along the pizza delivery part on the board of this this game. Uh, it ain't bad. I might go back to it. <laughs> <laughs> and so like I I've I've gone through those different hats and I feel like reality or what you want from reality will unfold differently than how you expect it to. Because like you said, we're we're already being carried yeah. down the river. It's just the way that we try to you know, narrate the story of our passage is what kind of muddles things up a little bit. You know, like I, yeah, I initially like wanted gaming boat. and stuff. 
exactly yeah you're trying to the like... Boat, like making the ripples on the water so you can't yeah. see that the water is already just going one direction exactly you're struggling you know you're struggling in the river maybe it's not comfortable for you because you're struggling maybe you're under the water gasping for air when you could just realize hey just float down the thing man you're fine you know yeah and it, it, dude it's so sad because it's like it's your own trap when you're suffer you're suffering like when you're when you don't realize that you are causing your suffering and then you're suffering because you're suffering like you're you're in a closed loop that you created mm -hmm. how do you break out of that because i feel like that's a typical thing dude only that awareness right yeah. the noticing noticing that there's more like the zooming out like when you're focused on one thing that becomes all of reality like you were mm -hmm. saying and you mm -hmm. forget about all the other stuff mm -hmm. in the same way like when you're suffering you're focused on that suffering and it's you're creating more suffering you're just you're putting attention on the suffering and so you're making the suffering do this mm. because you're looking at it you're just keeping it in your attention's on it mm. yeah <laughs> and so if you were to see you can't just say to somebody in the moment stop focusing on your suffering it doesn't no you can. And, it probably won't go the, very well but you can yeah no and that's where that self-help comes in like people trying to find that in spirituality too that it can be a consequence but it's not it's not a tool for self-help self-help can happen but not like you can't be trying to okay i'm gonna i'm gonna mm -hmm. stop suffering the next time i'm suffering i'm just gonna say you know what i'm sick of suffering and then a couple of minutes later, you're going to be like, oh, God, there I am. I can't even get that right. I can't even stop suffering. I'm a fucking idiot. You know? Yeah, oh, of sorry. course. No, you're fine. You're fine. Don't worry. Uh, but, but yeah, it's. I, I definitely thought, I, I saw a clip from, uh, I spent a lot of time on TikTok, maybe too much time. But I saw, <laughs> I saw a clip from a, a sad guru. Uh, is it sad? Sadhi guru? I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Anyway. Sadhguru, whatever you want, man. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter. Um, and someone was asking him a question like, uh, you know, how do you overcome fear? And, uh, you know, the guru's response was, uh, you can't overcome something that doesn't exist. And he's like, <laughs> yeah. And he's like, you know, fear doesn't exist. He's like, it's not, it's not a real thing. Uh, it's, it's something that is the product of your excessive imagination about this thing you're not afraid of the scenario your mind has just run away with you know ghastly end results to what that scenario is like most times yeah. we actually argue with people like you were saying we've built up in our heads you know what they could possibly be thinking how the situation can go and when we approach somebody with our concern they have no possible idea of of knowing the storm that's going on in our minds pertaining to that issue and, you know, right. none of it's real. You know, we're living in the matrix of our minds. Yeah. In large, in large part. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. 
But it seems like... <laughs> I... I feel like for the person like myself who was like, I would call myself very religious because that's all I did. Uh, people caught in this cycle, like you said, of self-help and different things like that. Um, they often, or myself included, I found myself searching for these abilities, these powers, you call them cities, different things like this, yeah. if I'm pronouncing it correctly. Uh what is your concept on that? Like, you know, that chasing after abilities and magic and powers and different things like that. Chasing a control of AP is how I found your channel. Funny mm. enough. Of course. Chasing, when I, when I said that chasing CDs, um, uh, was, um, sort of referencing, um, um, Patanjali's yoga sutras. Hmm. old wrote um, basically the foundational text of um, of yoga and um, he speaks of different um, cities or um, spiritual powers may one may um, acquire along the journey such as clair uh, voyance clair audience hmm. um, astral projection ability uh, a whole lot of different a whole lot of different stuff um, and after going into all of that, like, ooh, juicy stuff. Oh, look at all those superpowers you yeah, have. So fun. Yeah. He goes, he goes on to say that these are um, speed bumps or roadblocks on the way to um, you call it clear seeing. Like, um, it's the same thing as wanting a new car if you are wanting like i'm sure like there was a period of time for you when like maybe the first time you um projected out of your body you were like oh that was fucking crazy oh i can't wait to do that shit again and then it didn't happen for a while and then there was sort of a ah uh, like a dark night of the soul and then it started kind of happening more in that letting of, uh, you know, it's going to happen, but it's it's going to happen when it's going to happen. So I'm just going to put my nose to the grindstone, work it and do the right moves and stuff. Mm -hmm. And then it then it happens yeah. again, that letting go or whatever. Dude, it just it all points to that. Yeah, whatever, ha whatever helps you to let go, like you were saying about yeah. ritual magic, whatever helps you to let go. Yeah, yeah. It's just all this stuff that we do, these techniques, these, you know, books that we read are just a way for us to say, all right, I'm doing the right stuff. Now I can let go of the outcome because I know if I do these things, I'll get what I'm after. You Heck know? yeah. 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 Just like with, uh, if you're trying to, my daughter's learning violin right now. Oh. Um, the harder she tries to learn violin, learning is not an effort. Learning mm. is the lack of effort it's the reception mm. it's the allowing yeah. of like the information to come so if you're trying hard to like learn this song or whatever that's not going to get you to where you're going that's spinning your wheels mm -hmm. or maybe doing a donut or something i mean you're not going anywhere anyway but what you seek is mm gonna stay right where it is as long as you're paying attention to it 
Yeah, definitely. That was always a hard So whatever thing. it is, whatever it is you're looking for, if it's a, a cooler temper, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sick of getting so angry. Well, first of all, let go of being sick of being angry because it's okay to be angry. Yeah. Totally okay to be angry. The only reason one may think it's not angry is because of the pile of thoughts and feelings along with I don't want to be angry like there's probably in the back of your head really really deep like a voice of your mom or dad saying to shut up or stop screaming or something you know like and a lot of times if you look deep into why you want something if you if you wanted to like a self-inquire you can find that it comes out of fear Mm. so again that letting letting go of fear Mm. will there's a um something i can't remember what gospel it is but in the bible i don't even think it's one of the main canon it might be one from the nag hammadi text Mm-hmm. Um, maybe Gospel of Thomas, but maybe yeah, not him. That's in um, the, the Nadamadi. It's a, a Gnostic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there was a there's a passage about um, Jesus walks on water like another time for his homies, and he walks out. <laughs> and that's a great description of it, <laughs> dude. Because that's what it was probably actually like. Like, mm-hmm. yo, watch this shit, homie. Yeah. And, and walks just... out onto the water, turns around, and is like, now you do it. And they're like, what the fuck, bro? What are you talking about? In disbelief, of course. I mean, you've been trained to think you can't walk on water all your life. No amount of, I can walk on water, I can walk on water, is going to do the trick either. Hmm. That's just a fancy way of affirming that you can't walk on water. By pretending you're not being truthful with yourself. No, You're you're not tricking anything, yeah. (laughs) And that's it. You know... You can't walk on water. That knowing comes yeah. back again. So it again in the um, in the um, passage, the I can't remember who it was, but he has one of his homies come out, and they, he's like, dude, you just just believe it. You, I, you can do it. Come to me. And so he's like locking eyes with Jesus, and he's like, all right, dude, I got you. And he's like walking out, and he takes a few steps, and then um, gets gets the feeling like, holy shit, and looks down. And his, I think it might say something about his, uh, uh, like a cell in his big toe or like something to that effect, didn't believe. And so he immediately sank Mm -hmm. in that the, your powerlessness comes from your own story of powerlessness. Yeah. But you don't know that story is there until you. Mm-hmm. step back and see it exactly and so it's like you know jesus in that instance was all right i'm i'm providing you the the glimpse of like what's happening you know i stepped out into the water this obviously doesn't work in this system the way you guys believe it but i'm no. saying that you can do it so come out and do it and they have their eyes fixed on him and i feel like it was always that concept of you know keep your eyes on him if that's where your focus is your focus is on this unbelievable thing that happened you know, this mm. breach in the matrix. You're focusing on that. And the moment you look at the feats that you're that you're doing, you see, wait, hold on a second. 
you know, you're no longer looking at the breach in the matrix. You're looking at the matrix again. And so what you're totally. doing can't persist. You're no longer in it. You're all of a sudden stopping to look at it. Yeah. 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 You're not looking at that light and just focused on it, just absorbing hmm. into it in a way. Instead, you're wanting to go meta on it or one is <laughs> trying to go meta and trying to understand it. Yeah. yeah. The understanding. Yeah. The tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Far worse yeah. than one. I'm, I'm glad you dropped that because I always go back to the story of Genesis and like uh, some people think it literally. I think it. I used to think it literally. I think it like more allegorically at this stage of my life. Mm. Um, yeah, that makes a lot. Yeah, of sense. I I think they're they're pointers, and you'll <laughs> you'll I'm sure you'll start to notice yourself like like as like a non-dual sort of like as the me starts to collect like an un an understanding of non-duality like you'll start to notice like all of the the pointers and how close they're pointing without being close at all <laughs> again that's not a good way to say that but that's well, the I, best i get you that yeah, i can yeah. point yeah. like the finger's the moon or because you can't be far off from it. I mean, anything that isn't it is just as close as the next thing to it. You know. Yeah, yeah. Like, dude, and um, Halsey's new album, um, "Bells of Santa Fe." There's a recurring um, part or line in the song that, that she says, "This is all just temporary," or "This is just temporary," and that's like from here. It's like whoa dude like hmm. what do you mean when you say this is all just temporary because if you understand that sort of in a what all means mm -hmm. there's nothing there's nothing you could even have to worry about yeah. if you realize that all of this is temporary the, this form, this everything, mm. dude. When you're feeling stressed, you realize that's temporary, dude. It all just fades into tiny little yeah. ripples on the water. Yeah, I, I just so you see, you start to see those like pointers when they're not even trying to point you anywhere, mm -hmm. but you see them anyway. <laughs> yeah, it's like a reminder almost. It's like, hey, there is yeah. something to you know beyond what you're perceiving in this in this little matrix here you know like jesus was a pointer you know is that that's sort of like uh you know buddha totally. you know these different uh ascended masters quote unquote people would say uh, you know, I, I just gotta something just came to mind this idea of the truman show again to 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 round everything off yeah <laughs> uh, bring it all full circle there there is a point where if you are being watched and you don't know it and there's a, a show about your life or a movie about your life, um, the only time you would beat that game is by no longer participating in it. So, for instance, say there were cameras in your house and there was like this hidden TV show about you and there was no way for you to figure it out. The moment you start to get that inkling and you just decide, well, I'm not going to go along with the play anymore. 
this show is going to be boring as hell because I'm not doing nothing. <laughs> yeah. That's the very yeah. next moment that they're going to be like, oh, shit, we got to get in there and do something. We got to get him back on course. He's got to do things, you know. It, like, there's got to yeah. be a point in all of this where the people who, the people, the this thing that's going on has to have the next thing happen. And so you should be content and okay understanding that I don't have to do anything the next part of the story is going to happen because that's all this is. This is just an experience, you know, and it's going to carry on apart from my, you know, struggling to make it carry on. It just, yeah. I think that, yeah, you can keep trying to swim upstream, but the stream is still going the way it's already going. Yeah. Whether you're swimming with it against it, or you're just floating, you're still going in the direction of the current. Yeah. So I think in all of that there is a self-help nugget perhaps that Maybe. one could extract out of that there's that, a lesson to be learned I just, yeah <laughs> yeah but yeah, self-help is self-help is tough and methods are tough because mm-hmm. it's methods it, dude mantra can take you right there but then you gotta drop the mantra exactly Oh, it's like, like I, that's the conundrum, the great paradox. That's what this thing is. It's like building a ladder to get over a wall that doesn't exist. And yeah, you're trying to build the ladder higher and higher and higher because you're like, well, I'm not over the wall yet. I, you know, I, I don't see the other side yet. And so you keep building the ladder and your building of the ladder is almost like you building the wall that doesn't actually exist. Yeah, like you're building the wall. You have to build the wall in order for your ladder to lean on the wall as you go or something. (laughs) The perfect paradox. We made a new paradox. There you go. Yeah, funny. Yeah. (laughs) It's it's silly like that. Hmm. A great moment. Yeah. Dude, you got to make a podcast, man. It's going to happen now, man. You got to do it. You got to do it. Dude, it could happen. I don't know. I don't know. Or Maybe whatever you want. For me. Yeah. I'll just come on your co- your podcast a couple times. Sure, man. I don't, I don't if you mind have it. me back on, <laughs> it's it's a it's a blast, man. We're we're always chilling over here, <laughs> just Hell talking yeah. about stuff that doesn't really have an answer. <laughs> so you can never be wrong. There's no answer. You know, it's one no. of those tests in school where it's like, oh, there's no right answer. Why the hell am I taking the test then? <laughs> All the time. Right. Right. Yeah, that's one thing I wanted to say about the um, the no self um, thing with, uh, um, with the self inquiry. Uh, going back to what Ramana Maharshi um, sort of method with um, asking who am I mm-hmm. and trying to get to the bottom of that that trying will never bear fruit. Mm -hmm. You will search endlessly for I. Be my guest to go for it. People have spent lifetimes doing it. The point of the exercise is not to find it. It's to notice that there's nothing to find. Yeah, that's the frustrating part. It's like yeah. those Zen uh, riddles that you were talking about earlier. Yep. The whole point yeah, is the, koans. To, the, koans, it, the whole point is to get you to the point of realizing that 
like oh this is a, there's no point in this i can't figure this out it has no answer yeah and but in the end you go works. you look at the the master that you thought was your master and he's no longer your master he mm-hmm. he doesn't appear to you as that anymore you realize that he's no he's no step above there's no up or down or left mm-hmm. or right or yeah. it's He's only pointing out what you can't even say failed to see all along, but you overlaid with more nonsense all along. Because we're playing the role, and I feel like the guru's the guru character in our cosmic play is there just to wake up the other character who takes the role of the student. Like, yeah, the student yeah. denotes the teacher, you know. He's a consequence. Yeah, like uh, I think maybe it was a Ram Dass book. Of the, something that really kind of rattled some foundations for me was um, that your child made you the parent. Like I have this concept of like I'm, I have two kids. I'm their dad, but in fact they're becoming is what made me dad i wasn't that wasn't a thing like there was no nick dad before Mm -hmm. and so like the idea of like them making me instead of me making them really starts to shift your perception of time and that maybe it's not so much of i'm being propelled out of my past by my own will jetpack into the unknown future and more of a there's a potentiality infinite potentiality before you that is being navigated by your current beliefs understandings ideas blah 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 blah, blah. like yeah. you will never probably get washed away by a tsunami in the middle of the United States. But you have a higher chance of that happening if you live in Japan or somewhere coastal. Mm -hmm. That living in the, by the coast is what brings the probability of a wave to Mm -hmm. kill you into existence for you yeah we create our reality at the end of the day totally yeah. totally totally and, we I, decide and I to think be... to look at the past as a to look at the past as a burden is i don't want to say the wrong way to look at things but it doesn't have to appear as a burden and if it doesn't appear as a burden, you can use that sack of information as tools. What if life is exactly as it is as a lesson and everything that's being presented to you is something to learn or not even learn, but as a way for you to grow in a way that's not even 
that's not coincidental with your linear idea of time. Hmm. Like, what if uh, me breaking my wrist when I was a kid was in its own way a butterfly effect for why I am laying floor now and not still BMXing or sort of sort of along those lines you feel me see. yeah yeah interesting who's to say this time does feel linear on our end of it but you also have these experiences especially with psychedelic trips where time just doesn't even exist and no. you, you perceive that totally you know? doesn't yeah you mm -hmm. can be very conscious of the the structure that you built that you call time mm. because you put that together for yourself i, I wake up at, in the morning and blah 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 the sun goes up the sun goes down all that i mean that's still going to appear to happen of course but mm. the the story of that could be taking place could be that um, the ritty of the mind, the um, fluctuations yeah. of the mind, and that those fluctuations disallow clear seeing. Mm. And so the guru is needed. Or as Alan Watts said, or one of my favorite quotes by him is uh, that the guru is just supposed to frustrate you. So that you realize, yeah. that, say, this man doesn't know anything. None of this makes sense. This is, none of this is real. <laughs> like, that's that's what you're supposed to get to. And it's it's infuriating to me that you you have to get to a point where you realize that there is no answer. There is you're not going to get to it, you know, because it's you. And it's in in one in one breath it takes away the mystical, you know, wonder of it. But like in the podcast I just did. Like understanding that everything is that mystical wonder restores that. And that's something I've been living in. Yeah, the empty fullness. The, the empty like, fullness. Like we, that's a totally a Tony Parsons thing to describe the empty fullness. But like, uh, like I was, that's what I was trying to point to when I said the, you're looking at the finger pointing, mm -hmm. but you're supposed to be looking at the moon, but that's not even right. You're supposed to notice the space in which the moon is appearing to be held in. Mm. That's more the full picture than to see the object. Yeah. See the fabric that the painting is on. You see, it's like, it's not, it's like yeah. not looking at the painting. It's like looking at the canvas underneath the painting. It's a strange, strange way of going about things, but... Mm. Well, but yeah, in that there is fullness. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh no, no. Do you think? Do you think? No, there. That, like I've I've said a lot about like emptiness and the groundlessness of not the groundlessness of not having a center to call or to like stand on a position of knowing. Mm. There is complete gridlocked freedom is like 
drenched in, you could call it freedom, you could call it love, you could call it pizza, <laughs> like the, that emptiness is a thing, but not a thing, of course, like yeah. there's a substance to the substance. How in the hell did I know? I was just thinking another another Alan Watts quote as you're saying that I was like you know that sounds a lot like what Alan Watts was saying about the substance and you say substance of course well, dude. it's the substance <laughs> of everything you know the underlining it, there, there mm. can't be anything that's outstanding unless there's something that's in standing you know yeah it can't yeah, be something he, extraordinary um... without the ordinary yeah, he talks about God, and you conceive of God as a thing, and uh, I mean, obviously, a something outside of time, space, omni, blah blah blah, mm -hmm. cannot be objectified. So, if you were to try attempt obje objectification of God, you only you bring it down into a false form yeah. and it's exactly the same as like I'm looking at that tree right now now you have an image of a tree but you have no idea that tree no idea what it looks like yeah. sort of in the same way like you have an idea mm -hmm. but it's not the thing the idea isn't the thing yeah yeah so like you can't encapsulate God into an idea because it is the thing in which you are creating the idea to be held in. <laughs> Kinda. I know that was a no, no. It's a wishy-washy sentence, but it's you're standing as God, wondering where God is. Yeah, that's that's a great way of putting it. God trying to figure out what God is. Maybe that's what all of this this whole thing is. Is just God trying to figure out. Or, or asking that same question. God trying to figure out who am I, and so all of this is the result of that uh, rumination on oh, who am I. <laughs> that is, dude, that is. Yeah. At some point you were, or I was told I'm Nick, I'm Nick, and I'm like, wait, who's Nick? Oh, I guess Nick likes tennis, and I guess Nick likes... Hmm this and that and I guess I'll go along with what Nick is yeah dude it, <laughs> that's all it is man We're, and, and reality's fractal so it has to make sense at some level God is doing the same thing we're doing here in this illusion right now trying to figure out yeah, what well, it him, he, she, whatever form, pretending to be a Milky Way the, yeah. the atoms are holding their form being atoms, cows holding cows form being cow. Hmm. But it's not. <laughs> It'll sound morbid if I say it's not real, but it's not. But it'd be right. <laughs> it's, uh, it's the gold of the necklace. Hmm. The gold of the necklace. Yeah, you were saying that before. Yeah, like that. Yeah, whatever it is, it's all forms of the same goal. And like, 
you can imagine different forms to an infinite degree. Go for it. But it's the same goal. I, I think with that recognition should would allow for like probably mm -hmm. more understanding kind of referencing health self-help a little bit like in that would allow for more allow for more patience you can't say it'll make you more patient but it may it'll you know create the stage for you to yeah yeah make it possible yeah because at the end of the day this is this is going to do whatever it's going to do and i can lay claim to it there's there's neuro neuroscientific data that's showing um the a a few millisecond difference from when a um an action is done to when the the neuron fires meaning the action happens before the neuronic thought of i'm gonna do this occurs that is seems to me like the very closest you could notice to not steering the ship that the I'm sitting here doing a podcast is an afterthought even if it's right after I'm driving this car I'm about mm -hmm. to pick up my daughter from school it's still just after what's actually happened yeah Focusing on the thought is never the the experience. And so we get back to mindfulness or present awareness as just a means of getting closer to what's actually happening in this present moment. But there yeah. there does seem like there has to just be a forgetting or a falling off of of you entirely. Just it yeah. just has to drop away in order for you to experience the moment from a scientific point. To experience reality because obviously we're interpreting these signals that our body is receiving by our brain but also from the spiritual sense of like you're missing the moment by trying to calculate what the moment is as opposed to just yeah. being and all you're doing is creating a very big fancy pointing hand at the moon exactly the whole philosophy oh, it's just a a very, very nicely drawn hand. <laughs> you know? Yeah, don't get caught up worrying about life when you're already it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you're... Everyone's the good guy and the bad guy, it seems. Oh, oh yeah, that that's a whole can of worms with that with the ego thing. On yeah. that, um, the, the, you're the always the good guy of your own story. Mm. And sort of, uh, sort of goes back to like, my wife may be yelling at me about something not taking out the trash. She's coming from a position of what she's saying is right because I didn't, I've, I left it and it just got full and it's been a couple of days or whatever, you know, whatever the case may be. She's right from her position. And just as equally as I'm right from my position in whether I feel offended or not. Hmm. And there's a great deal of arguing about who's right or who's wrong when it's it can be noticed that that's just an arbit, arbitrary position 
to say what's right and wrong mm-hmm. to begin with. Because where's the where's the middle ground to then go to one direction or the other? Yeah, you know? Hitler was right and wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Donald Trump, all he did was right and wrong. Everything Jesus did was right and wrong. Some people, some, there is a way in which you could perceive the actions of Jesus as uh, sacrilegious, evil, blah, 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 blah. That's why they killed him. He got crucified for it. There's also a way in which you can see what Jesus was saying to be true. And those are equally right yeah. and equally wrong. Perspective, you know, the lens in which you see it. Yeah, but when you hold a belief that you are, like, energetically charged to, like, I know Jesus was real. You can't tell me shit, dude. Yeah. I've seen him. That creates that trough. Of course, that's going to have, whether it's within them or without them, which is still within them, it's going to appear. Hmm. What Jesus did was awesome, but he knew, he must have known the consequences of what was going to happen. I imagine if, like... He said he came to divide certain places. Yeah. So he had to know the consequences of what the Christian church was going to take and do to the faith. But mm-hmm. there's still the kernel and core truth within it. Maybe mm-hmm. you could call it hidden. I mean, it's not. It's still in plain sight. Yeah. With Kids can get it. the ears to hear. Yeah, with mm-hmm. the ears to hear, the eyes to see. Uh, I swear, I look back on the Bible sometimes now and it's like, what? I look back on the stuff he says, I'm like, what? There's no way. Like, it makes so much sense. Like, I'm looking at it now, and it's like, how did I not see that before? How did I not understand that before? I'm with you, dude. Like, um, in his Beatitudes, when he talks about um, do not fight evil. Like, that is so clear now, but not supposedly before. Like, do not fight evil is a pointing to the same thing we were talking about, about the crest in the trough. Mm. You are trying to fight what you think is evil. Somebody, you're, you're trying to trough someone else's crest. That's, it's, it's, it's excellent that you came back to that. that, that Notice waves don't collide with each other. I mean, yeah, sure. Sometimes they splash, but for the most part, the energy of the, the waves seem to just go right through each other or easily bounce off of each other and continue their merry way there isn't a mm, they don't stop argue or they there isn't a a big fight or resistance with Mm -hmm. the energy of the water it's all just water so they happily make do how they need to make do yeah because it's all the same thing that makes me think about like this whole thing of like the troughs or the troughs and the peaks and uh, yeah. when someone takes that strong energetic position as like I believe this is infallible ineffable this is it like this is the one truth this is totally what is that energetic position is creating a high trough that in itself has to have 
uh, a trough just as equal. And I I feel like this whole spiritual thing, what Jesus was talking about of us becoming one and, you know, just like don't resist the evil person, you know, whatever is to balance that wavelength into a line. Totally. Yeah. I I, I totally agree. I I think the same thing. Mm. Yep. Like notice a mountain. Imagine the footing or the, um, an iceberg. That's a Mm. easy, simple one. The iceberg is being held by a giant, something like holding it in place in that Mm. like same thing as like you plant a flag in the ground you've got what's in the ground just not just as much in the ground as maybe up but like that energy of holding it in the ground is equal to the energy up there in the same way you proclaim i am an incarnation of jesus from the mountaintop everybody Mm -hmm. at the bottom of the mountain is going to stone you to death exactly it's it's the it makes it it's the the obvious equivalent the it it has to be because in that you see that oh okay well then it's all one it's it's equal it's it's even it's balanced balance then must be the flattening of the waveform or the collapse of the wave yeah yeah (laughs) to uh, to bring in that that analogy yeah Mm -hmm. yeah to to make it sound you know bring it all together the collapse of the waveform because we're we're trying to get everything even the only reason why things aren't one is because it appears as peaks and troughs because of the energy we're putting into certain things and it has to balance out Mm -hmm. and we notice the energetic exchanges between things not the things themselves so it's like what's being noticed is the rising and falling of the peak and trough not even the points of the peaks and the troughs like you know what i mean like Mm. we're we're more we're seeing and perceiving the the energetic rise to the thing Mm -hmm. and then the trough afterwards we're noticing that energy not necessarily like there's a there's a point of perception and we're noticing the energy between that point of perception. Yeah. The difference between them. And again, it's all the about difference. the differences. Totally. Yeah. That's yeah. the only reason why when we know that we are is because of the differences. And when there's no differences, there's no differences. And so there's nothing hmm. to be or can be said. This is like, yeah, who's who's I can't remember who said it, but um, mm. a a a seeker sees a mountain. No, a someone new to seeking sees a mountain. A dedicated seeker sees there isn't a mountain, and the master sees the mountain. Mm. Oh, your homie said that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah dude. That's, yeah, yeah. It's the. The not like the need, but kind of the need falls away for anything like the need to 
seek out a new book. I might read like a new book, but there isn't that same. This is the way. I, like, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely. It's like I have to read Eckhart uh, Eckhart Tolle's new book. I have to study this. I've got to read through all of the manuscripts. Yeah, yeah I, I totally get that. Yeah, and yeah. if I hear what this guy's saying, if I hear it the right way, then I'm going to know this, and that's going to make me feel better. Hmm. That's yeah. all a story to separate you from that supposed feeling better that you imagine to be separate from. Hmm. Because you're already feeling exactly how you need to because if you're if you're seeking a crest you're gonna have to wear that trough hmm. so in a trough it's still just perfectly this as it is because mm-hmm. that's all there is yeah. clearly Show me something that's not this. You know? That's, <laughs> it it even sounds insane to, yeah. to fathom. Show me something that's not this. How would you begin? <laughs> there isn't yeah. nothing other than this. Yeah. And this feels like the, the substance, the underlining. Because, I mean, when I say this, I'm not meaning like the mic or the, the monitor screen. I'm meaning like this the 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 background that all of this is on top of that's allowing it to be a this you know the everything you know the the fabric yeah. of reality is what's being straight or yeah again yes. yep yeah we go to those pointer words yeah. again yeah because it's it's close but it's not anywhere near what not, this is either, not you even can close. either notice it or you, there's an apparent not noticing and overlooking Hmm. but even in that overlooking it's still whole and complete as this there's there's got to be a falling away that that's what i've that's what i've gotten from here is there has to be you you have to stop existing in order to stop making a sway of the pendulum or you know a peak you have to stop existing in order to affect what is because your observation of what is is of course making what is something else like it's not this not it so the only way you can do it is to realize that you don't exist you know yeah and or to realize that you'll the me will never the never mm-hmm. will never do the there isn't someone here that knows this to be true now that's a silly paradox. It, but it's, but it's true, because <laughs> as long as you are trying, or take myself for instance, I'll go after this podcast, sit down to meditate, and I'll be trying to let go. But I will be trying to let go, and so it's almost like yeah. an acceptance that, like we were saying earlier, sleep. Like I'm trying to get to sleep, but you have to just let go to get to sleep. Letting go is almost that that trust that there is some sleep to get to. Like, it will happen. And just to get your hands off of it. Just, yeah. Just stop. Just none of that. 
Stop being spiritual, be, I guess. <laughs> too, totally. And, but not being here is yeah. death for the person. So mm. the idea to the, the thought of no longer having experience to which to hold on to mm. is what death is for the person. Isn't that what we fear about no longer moving around in this meat suit? That we'll no longer be able to move around in this meat suit. The loss of what we perceive to have, yeah. what we imagine to claim as like ours. Hmm. Gotta get out of your head you know, for a little bit. You know how you um, have noticed like um, your perception may um, land in an, an object for instance, like uh, you were saying, like uh, sometimes you might be in a, in a dude walking, walking around the street. Yeah. The, it's, it's like, once the walls fall down, there is a freedom, but there's no walls to begin with can't do it sorry i can't point to any i can't point any clear dude it's, I can't. I can't do it. it's so funny dude yeah. <laughs> uh, it's it's so it's liberating in a way because once you yeah. realize like i said like when you realize it's a game or better yet a play you can play your role and you can enjoy that i'm currently yes. playing the role to a lot of people of the teacher the guy who gets it like that ain't what i am <laughs> No, and it's funny enough. It's funny that you, the the following is what creates you. Mm. <laughs> like They're you were saying about the, yeah. the, the Cal Malquez doesn't exist. No, that Cal Malquez, the teacher, is just appearing as this form yeah. <laughs> right there. <laughs> Indeed, that's all it yeah. is. It's cool though. It's it's fun to fun to no one to notice that there's not a real purpose or goal or end or whatever word you imagine. Yeah. Because it could sound hopeless or, you know, void of any meaning, but at the same time, it's like, oh, now I can play. Like, oh, it's, oh, it's, it's fun again. You know, yeah, I am that... just a kid at the sandbox yeah having a good time like a minecraft sandbox exactly great game yeah it's just it's just different the the controls are different for sure mm. <laughs> but i mean you can't just spawn right. <laughs> emerald blocks or something you know yeah. but well some people do um, <laughs> yeah that'd be all right yeah, send some breaking my the rules man <laughs> breaking the rules well hey nick it has been awesome. I intended to only do this for an hour, but I knew it wasn't just going to last an hour, obviously. <laughs> well, thanks for having me that long, dude. Dude, it was, it was, it was a pleasure. It was, just, it was just going good. I feel like I, I've been in the process of wanting to write a book. Cool. And I feel like I'm going to start the book. <laughs> I'm just yeah. like, what is the name of the book going to be? And I, I keep getting closer to it. And I feel like conversations like this, I'm like, oh, my gosh, all the stuff I'm going to have with this book, man. <laughs> It's cool, gonna be dude. great. It's I'll gonna be it. great. Um, Hell yeah! If you want to tell people uh, interested in finding more about you or anything that you do, 
Um, I guess you could tell them that if there's something in particular. If not, you know, no big deal. They can find sure. you here. Um, if you're looking for me, close your eyes and look behind you. Mm -hmm. I'm right there. <laughs> Very good. Very good indeed. Uh, so that's going to do it, guys, for this episode of the Astromind Podcast. I got to thank my guests. Nick leaving again for coming on and uh, just being a guest Thank and you. being just like a, a source of, of this knowledge, this bouncing around of ideas. If you got en uh, enjoyed what we're doing here, please consider uh, becoming a Patreon, supporting it, because that's really what drives the channel, honestly. Um, that's what keeps it going. If you guys like seeing this stuff, please like, please subscribe. Let me know that you like it so I can keep doing it. Uh, if you guys don't like it, I'll stop doing it. There's no, there's no other reason <laughs> for me to, me to be doing this stuff other than I like doing it. Um, but yeah, if you guys have any questions, if you're trying to reach me, anything like that, I leave all my contact information in the description. If you're watching on Spotify, just hop over to YouTube and subscribe. And also contact me if you need to. I'm here to help you guys. I'm playing the role of the teacher right now. If you're playing the role of the student, and you know, it'll, it'll work together. That's how this whole thing is supposed to go in the first place. But I hope you guys are doing well. Blessings to all of you. Love and light. Namaste. And as always... Never stop adventuring.